I'm consistently consistent. How do we do this? <laughs> the usual thing. Me I know, but it's just how do we do this? It's the first every time. It's like we've never done this before. No, we've never podcasted in our life. We've been doing how this do for we almost two years, and we've never podcasted before in our life. How do we podcast? <laughs> how do we podcast? <laughs> okay, hello and welcome to a very low energy, inconsistently consistent episode for you. I am Melanie, and I have become one with the migraine. And we have another host here who may or may not be asleep. And I'm Rachel, and Rachel is very sleepy. She was up way too late last night playing Dungeons and Dragons because she's a nerd. <laughs> you don't even let me call you a nerd. I do let you call me no, huh? but you Wait. said it yourself, so I couldn't do it. Oh, sorry. No, I acknowledge I'm a nerd. Listen, <laughs> I made a, the character I'm playing before we get into this episode. I'm going to give you a little bit of lore on my character. His name is Ed. Is that it? <laughs> he is a... This just sounded like a pause after. His name is Ed. He okay. is a we'll barbarian bard. And he is 150% inspired by Kronk from Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> Included oh with a squirrel who is technically Yzma, but that's not her name. The squirrel's name is Hexa. Ah. Uh. And she was transformed into a squirrel. Mm -hmm. So I took the plot of that movie and kind of <laughs> zhuzhed it up a little bit. Um, but it was funny. I judged it. it. It was funny because one of the girls that is in the group, um, I was doing like my Kronk impression. Apparently, my Kronk impression is somewhere between Dory and Kronk. Um, <laughs> and she was like, "I just want to say," she's like, "The way you talk, it sounds like it's a mixture between Dory and Kronk." And I was like, "All right, cards on the table. This this character was inspired by Kronk." <laughs> and then when I was talking about the squirrel, I was like, oh yeah, like the squirrel's my boss. Um, she tried to overthrow the emperor, she tried to poison the emperor, and she got turned into a squirrel as a punishment because he got turned in, we accidentally turned him into an alpaca. And she was like, Oh my god, I get it. The squirrel is Yzma. <laughs> I was like, Yes, the squirrel is Yzma. Um, but and I, I see why you had to zhuzh up you know, the plot of Emperor's New Groove because it is known to be, you know, a movie that really has no zhuzh. Oh, it has absolutely no zhuzh. <laughs> <laughs> it's really so boring. The um, plot of that movie, I think it's got like a 0. 0.5 on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's actually really good. <laughs> like, it's a fun time. Uh. But, but it's stupid, but it's fun. Yeah. No, I fucking love that movie. It's one yeah. of my favorite movies. Um, but unlike the actual movie, though, um, Hexa the squirrel, who is called Squeakers in front of everybody. Is that because she tortures mice to death no. and makes them go squeaky, squeaky, squeaky while she tortures? No, that was just the first squirrel name that popped into my head was Squeakers. Yeah. 
it has nothing to do with you watching her torture a mouse. No, it has absolutely nothing to do with her torturing a mouse. <laughs> um, but anyways, unlike the mo unlike the Yzma in the movie, uh, the Yzma squirrel, aka Hexa, is slowly sucking the life force from Ed. <laughs> and if she gets turned back into her non-squirrel self, Ed dies. Uh, they don't know that though just me and no. the dm know that and brandon yeah, and is, if they listen to this episode they're not gonna listen to this episode <laughs> they will if i tell them to they're not gonna listen to this episode. <laughs> um also i love how you have the your squirrel named after your cat and then you're like you know what my my cat squirrel should suck the life out of my character slash me yes that's not it's <laughs> not real life no, <laughs> no. this human cat parasitic relationship <laughs> well uh speaking of that i have a calendar on my desk that has cat facts mm -hmm. the cat fact for today is cats believe that they are the boss in the house and not their owners Chances mm -hmm. are that your cat has trained you pretty well to meet its every need. Does that sound about right? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, considering my cat was, uh, would not leave me the fuck alone last night and kept constantly <laughs> bumping her forehead against me. Like, when are we going to bed? When are we going to bed? When are we going to bed? Why are you still up? <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to put you to bed. She literally was like, why are you still up? When are we going to bed? <laughs> Like you're gonna be exhausted and you won't remember to give me breakfast in the morning and I need it at promptly at breakfast time. If you miss it by a minute, I will starve to death. Yes, Hexa will definitely starve to death. But yes. It's gonna be a fun time. So far, it's been pretty fun. Um now I just you did I just mention replaced. the voice, and I haven't heard the voice, and I would like to hear the voice. My Kronk? Okay. Um, you said it's a mix between Kronk and Dory. Just like the, I guess, some of the inflections I do. So basically, he kind of talks like this, you know? <laughs> Hi, my name's Ed. It's uh, nice to meet you. Uh, I don't really know what's going on, but uh, you can you tell me, can you tell me what's your name, what's going on? But like, where's the Dory? I think it's just how some of the way I was inflexing. I was asking a lot of questions last night because he was new. He was just thrown in. Like, they started mm -hmm. this campaign. I just replaced my boyfriend's character because he uh, has a night course. And he, he was constantly just like, so what's going on with this thing? Like, who's mm -hmm. this guy? Okay, also, I, can, I can hear the Dory in that, like, drawn out part. <laughs> yeah, also the squirrel is a valley girl so the squirrel <laughs> talks like this is the squirrel jigsaw the squirrel <laughs> I, I made the pisces joke last yeah. night i'm a pisces and one of the characters and one of the other guys was like oh do you want to go to starbucks and she's like yeah i want to go to starbucks and one of the girls was like she was laughing and she goes i find this hilarious because i am a pisces who works at starbucks <laughs> <laughs> That's where they all are. I'm a they congregate there. So yeah, the squirrel's like, I can't believe this person. I don't trust this person. And see, with that voice, you know they are sucking the life out of you. And to hear 
our DM, who is a man, do a Valley Girl voice is <laughs> is beautiful. Is <laughs> beautiful. Yeah. Oh my. You know who's more annoying than a Valley Girl? We can't say their name on the podcast. Okay, I was going to talk about Rick Grimes, aka okay. the subject for this episode, but I don't know who you're talking about many people that we can't say the names of on this podcast yeah there's a list yeah i know but anyways rick grimes I thought that was that was a great segue and you're like <laughs> let me just blow a hole in the middle of it <laughs> rick grimes <laughs> thank you in case no they wouldn't have gathered it from anything we've said because nothing we've discussed is even related to yeah. what this episode is actually yeah. about and my hatred of rick, rick grimes is very well hidden yes i've never mentioned it not <laughs> at all except for maybe like two episodes <laughs> like fuck that guy but like yeah. i've never said it yeah so this is going to be our first episode of a captive audience series where mm-hmm. one of us decides it's my turn give me the friggin mic and we make the other person go learn today <laughs> and she's gonna <laughs> learn about the walking dead and why we hate rick grimes and we also kind of hate shane but like Walsh is the last name. But like uh mm-hmm. Rick the prick needs to die. <laughs> okay. And the show is kind of over now. Like they did have a series finale. So by kind of I mean it's over. But he I don't think he's dead. I don't I didn't finish it. All I know is he deserved way worse than he got. Okay. In the seven seasons I watched. And they got to ten, I think. Oh god. Yeah. Okay. So I only have seven seasons of knowledge. Okay. You know what? That's that's enough. It is enough. Mm-hmm. I am enough. You are Knuff. <laughs> I am Knuff. <laughs> but Rick the Prick is not Knuff. Oh, he is definitely not Knuff. He is too Kamuch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's going to be a stupid episode. <laughs> I can already feel it. <laughs> Now you feel the stupid just taking over my body. (laughs) (laughs) Alrighty. Okay, so you've never seen an episode of Walking Dead, have you? I've seen like bits and pieces of episodes. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let me give you the premise of Mm -hmm. it. So there's zombies happening. Mm -hmm. It's like the start of the zombie apocalypse. Mm -hmm. However, Nobody calls them zombies because zombie movies or the idea of what a zombie is in, like, literature or anything has never been invented in this weird alternate universe where everything exists except the word zombie. Mm-hmm. And um, somehow in later seasons, even though it started in, like, I don't know, it was, like, 2011 or something, mm-hmm. and the world ended and nothing was ever made, there's, like, 2013 your vehicles in there like hyundai's Mm. somehow they traveled from the future and got in the show so there's that (laughs) okay but nobody talks about that nobody's like the zombies started walking in 2011 but in 2013 we now have 2013 green uh hyundai suv things just popped up out of nowhere, even though we haven't had electricity or like a government in two years. Mm-hmm. 
right? I don't even know it started in 2011. That's just my guess. I mean, I take your uh, sentences as facts. (laughs) How slow you're talking, Rachel. slowly shutting her down to put her to sleep but she has no control over this no control over this we'll I feel start like by turning I'm, off her mouth i feel like when i'm tired too i kind of get the valley girl-esque-ness <laughs> in how i speak i was like i have a migraine you have like no sleep so like how is this gonna work this is gonna be a terrible episode it's gonna be unhinged but not funny mm-hmm and already it's ridiculous <laughs> but in a good way yes okay so the show starts and we follow everyone's favorite character rick grimes and he wakes up in the hospital mm-hmm. but the hospital is like like four months ago the zombies started walking and because they're they don't know what zombies are they call them all weird names like walkers mm-hmm. or biters or the dead i don't know i can't remember anyone else but biters and walkers show up a lot so (laughs) first dumb question of this Mm -hmm. captive audience thing what is it is fitting because (laughs) you know rick is the dumbest character what is the difference between a walker and a biter no difference all zombies are the same in this world Okay. They're no different. They all are just rotting corpses that are slowly falling apart, but are reanimated. So, like, they don't run. They don't, like, build pyramids to jump over things, like friggin' cheerleaders and shit, like World War Z shit. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. They they don't have thought. Okay. Like, the motor cortex is running, and that's it. Okay. And all they want to do is eat people all the flesh they're not just brains Mm -hmm. they're like they really want to use all parts of the animal they're being conscientious yeah i don't know if that's the word i wanted but sure Mm -hmm. but that's the only word we have yes between the two of us (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i honestly don't know but yeah ethical consumption (laughs) ethical consumption no? No. That sounds like it could be correct. They're being not wasteful? Yeah, waste not, want not. Yeah. But nobody's eating Rick. I mean, and that's probably, the real problem. He probably doesn't taste good if he's been in the hospital for however long, you know? Yeah. So the whole thing is like the Walking Dead TV show is based off the comics. And I've read at least 100 issues, maybe 150. And then I stopped because it's all about Rick the Prick. And I hate him. Um, But I didn't hate him in the beginning. I was willing to give him a chance. But then season three and season four, he was a piece of shit. Mm -hmm. Actually, he was from the beginning. But I gave him a chance because I liked other characters. And so the whole show is that he is a cop. So he's like a deputy, I believe. And they're in Georgia. 
and he gets shot on the job Mm -hmm. and he ends up in a coma in the hospital and he wakes up four months later uh or no i don't know how many months later he wakes up but four months after the zombie apocalypse starts he wakes up in the hospital and there's no electricity or anything but somehow he was in a coma and on like on machines and then slept for four months without any food or anything being provided to him or water. And I've not considered this at all now. Hang on. That doesn't make any sense. No, and I didn't question it until I just said it out loud. This is like movie TV logic where you're just like, okay, accept it. And then you're like, wait, that's not real. That's not a real thing. And I say that about a friggin' uh, show about zombies. Yeah, that's not I real. Mean, zombies, <laughs> that's fine, but someone being in a coma when there's no electricity and on a, on machines, that's where we draw the line. Yeah, but like he was on machines before, like when the zombies started walking, so like when the dead started walking. Mm-hmm. And so he had a wife and a son, mm-hmm. and he had a partner on the job, mm-hmm. and the partner is Shane. Mm-hmm. Who I've talked about the Shane Rick betrayal was in our top 10 betrayals. Yes, yes, yes. So Rick has one of the most annoying women on the planet as his wife. Mm -hmm. And one of the annoying children, most annoying children you'd ever meet as his son, Mm -hmm. as is fitting as he is a piece of shit. Mm -hmm. And he is best friends with his work partner, who's also a piece of shit. Mm Mm-hmm. So really, the show should be called The Walking, Talking Pieces of Shit. It really and should. And also, they're zombies. <laughs> it should be called uh, The Worst Reality TV Show and They're Zombies. <laughs> but it's scripted. Yeah. Reality TV is scripted, Melanie. I mean, like, lightly. I mean, it's definitely fake. Mm-hmm. But it's not always scripted. Mm, okay. Yeah, I mean, like, it's not scripted, scripted. Like, they're not reading word for word, is what I mean. Mm. It's planned, but not scripted, scripted. Yeah. Well, it's like wrestling. Yeah. Right? It's it's fake, and everybody knows how it's going to end and what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But, like, they, they improv. It's like Santa. He's fake, and yeah. everybody knows that. Yeah. And Santa is famous for improv. He is. <laughs> He's so famous. His improv, his uh, improv troupe, uh, the Jingle Bells, they're really good, you know. Yeah, Mrs. Claus's cuties. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so where was I? Piece of shit's in the friggin' hospital room. The, yes, yeah. he's in the so hospital. he's in the coma, mm-hmm. and then of course the zombies start walking. And everybody's like, oh, my God, there's this, like, outbreak of rabies. Mm-hmm. Right? Because that's what people are trying to rationalize this and don't realize these people are dead. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to, like, help them first. Mm-hmm. And so Rick is not aware of any of this because he's unconscious in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And Shane, being the best friend you need, mm-hmm. <laughs> sarcasm, decides Oh, Rick is definitely not going to wake up. Everything's shutting down. People are running for their lives and stuff. Mm -hmm. And, like, the government's, like, telling people to go to the big cities. 
Mm-hmm. Which you know, in a zombie apocalypse, that's a terrible idea. As go the to the highly populated areas. Ideas. Yeah. So the government's trying to like uh, corral everybody to go to these big cities and say that they're like um, re- refugee relief type of centers. Mm-hmm. So Shane is like, I've got to take Rick's wife and child and help them and get them there to keep them mm-hmm. safe. Mm-hmm. Rick is going to slow us down because he's a lump in a bed attached to just like uh, machines keeping him alive. Mm-hmm. I know what I'll do as every, like all the doctors and everything are running out of the hospital and stuff. I'll just barricade the door and leave him there to die a slow, painful death as uh, one's electricity has gone. Mm-hmm. So he does that. And Rick mm-hmm. wakes up four months later and somehow has not starved to death despite their, like, like there is, like, a four-month time jump that is confirmed there. Mm-hmm. And I might have the m- n- amount of months wrong. It might be three or it might be five or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it's Some number long. between three and five months have passed. Mm-hmm. Like, too many months for him to have not been, like, emaciated mm-hmm. and starved to death. Or, you know, you die of dehydration first. Mm-hmm. And... Nobody was there changing his, like, IVs or anything. And he wakes up and he's clean. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, sorry. Like, you're going to shit yourself. Or been pissing yourself, right? Like, and also, he didn't, like, pull out a catheter. So, like, again, just the, just inaccuracy. They're horrible. <laughs> the more you think about it, the worse it gets. Yeah. He just wakes up, though. And starts wandering around after, like, at least four months in bed, not mm-hmm. moving. Like, his muscles should be atrophied. The mm-hmm. more I fucking think about this. He wouldn't be able to walk, but he stumbles through looking like one of the fucking walkers himself. And they are all trying to eat him. And somehow he survives long enough to wander home mm-hmm. and find that his family is gone with no, like... um anything written to tell him like hey if you manage to wake up we're going here so in the time rick was unconscious because rick then eventually finds shane and Lori, his wife and carl his son mm-hmm. and there is you've probably seen clips of him going carl carl find him yeah and nobody can find him because carl runs away a lot carl from my understanding, very limited understanding, Carl's a hoe. <laughs> Carl's like nine in the beginning of this. I think nine is too young to be a hoe, but it is not. Have um, you too young met to be an idiot. some of the people from our hometown? I mean, yeah. Exactly. But I, I yield don't... my time. Okay, because you didn't convince me, though. I yield my time. Nine is too young to be a hoe. Nine-year-olds these days are being hoes. Okay, but this was like ten years ago. Nine-year-olds ten years ago are being hoes. I yield my time. <laughs> fine, fine. Just to move on. I'll, yeah. I'll, fine. <laughs> um, so he eventually does find them, like, camped out of Atlanta area, which is one of the refugee centers that the government bombs because the government in this world apparently says we'll just kill all the walkers and the humans that could turn into the walkers Mm -hmm. right so that's a whole other 
saying, but you know, Shane and Lori and Carl and a whole bunch of other random people who are way better characters are camped outside of Atlanta, like mm-hmm. in tents and shit. Mm-hmm. Rick eventually finds them after like a few days or something being awake and alive again somehow. Like, I don't know, he's mm-hmm. freaking Jesus or some shit and came back from the dead. <laughs> I don't know. Yes, but that's here's what the we thing. need in a zombie apocalypse is Jesus to come back when people are rising from the dead and killing other people. I mean, okay. Side tangent here. That's redundant. But tangent. If Jesus came back in the zombie apocalypse and he's coming back from the dead, right? Mm-hmm. Is he a zombie? So is he one with the zombies? Is he going to eat us? Like we've been eating his body for so long and now he's like, I shall eat yours? Or, now, is he going to help us fight the zombies as, like, the good zombie that came back? Discuss. Uh... See, you are too sleepy for this kind of (laughs) highbrow thinking. (laughs) No, I'm just processing. I'm like, wait a minute. Is he a zombie? Technically, a zombie is a reanimated corpse. So, yes. A zombie. (laughs) So when he came back after being in the tomb for three days, he was a zombie. Yeah, so was Lazarus. And somehow Jesus turned Lazarus into a zombie before Jesus became himself a zombie. So really, it's messing up the lore. So was, wait, was he already a zombie? I, well, technically, now that I'm thinking of it, it was a god that brought Lazarus back. So um, God is a zombie now, confirmed. Okay. <laughs> now that we've confirmed this. <laughs> but again, is is Jesus good zombie? If he shows up in uh, zombie apocalypse and he will like lead the non-zombies and how to overthrow the bad zombies? Okay, or does he come so back and he is one with the bad zombies? Tech, he will be so eating us de- too. Depending on what church affiliation you follow he might be a bad zombie because he could be coming back like a lot of the doomsday people and the people who are like everybody is a sinner and if you don't do x y and z then you're gonna rot in hell and die um those people think the coming is a bad thing so they would think he's a bad zombie the coming (laughs) the second coming or whatever yeah the second coming you know the coming is a bad thing (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well i was raised catholic so yeah the coming is a bad thing there is it a bad thing in catholicism everything's a bad thing in catholicism except like beating yourself with a stick that's that's, good i mean yeah god's work there that's uh, what we in the uh, psychological community call masochism. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So I guess. <laughs> only in the psychological community? And the BDSM community. <laughs> <laughs> only the psychological community calls it masochism. Everybody else is just like, fun times with Jesus. <laughs> Who may or may not be a zombie. You have that in your calendar. Five o'clock fun times with Jesus. (laughs) For the coming. 
in preparation for the coming. Preparation for the coming. So if we're going by what most religions say, he's a bad zombie because he's coming to like smite all the bad people. Mm -hmm. But I also think he has like a motive that's personal because we've been eating his body for years and now he's going to come eat our bodies. You're okay. Revenge. Revenge cannibalism. Who do the communion. I'm doing the hand motion like you can see me. Uh, <laughs> I can only picture people it. Do, <laughs> only people who can do, who do communion have been eating the body. Like my, my religion, we don't eat the body. Yeah. As a, uh, as a Black Panther T'Challa said once upon a time, we don't do that here. <laughs> <laughs> but there are many religions, like many Christian religions that mm-hmm. do eat the body and we are so far off track where were we um he finds them at the camp jesus showed up (laughs) yeah he finds them at the camp it bombs them because the government sucks yeah but they don't get bombed because they didn't go into atlanta they just saw it get bombed Mm -hmm. right so when rick shows up and he's like bye i'm back from the dead oh they didn't realize well shane didn't realize that he was about to get his shit rocked Because, see, when Shane barricaded the door to protect his friend from the zombies that they don't understand, Mm -hmm. um, and they can only be killed by, like, uh, destroying the brain, by the way. Mm -hmm. That's not relevant to anything we're going to talk about, but just, actually it is. But, you know, Mm -hmm. food for thought. Mm -hmm. Get it? Because it's zombies. Brain food for thought? Yes, because Uh, your brain is also uh, food. uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Yeah, Shane told Lori and Carl, so Rick's wife and child, that mm-hmm. Rick was dead. Damn. Yeah. And then for those four-ish months that Rick is possibly starving to death and reanimating who knows how many fucking times mm-hmm. in the hospital and, you know, apparently sitting in his own piss and nobody comments on that, mm-hmm. Um. never takes a shower. Um, during that whole time, uh, Shane is fucking Lori in the camp Mm -hmm. and being like, Carl, I'm your new dad. Gross. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and so Lori thinks her husband's dead this whole time. Mm -hmm. And it's not, I mean, I wonder if like Shane definitely had a, like it's shown that he has like a crush on Lori before mm-hmm. he uh, tells everybody Rick is dead. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, it doesn't show if like him and Lori had a relationship before Rick gets shot mm-hmm. and ends up in the hospital. I think they did. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so Shane is not happy about Rick being back. Mm hmm. Because Shane is leader of this camp and finally is not um, second fiddle. Mm-hmm. He's got a a wife that is not his, a son mm-hmm. that's not his, um, a bunch of people following him that don't like him mm-hmm. and don't want to. And he's got what he always had, which is a massive ego, but now he has power. Mm-hmm. And then Rick comes back and Rick the prick is also Rick the dictator. He puts the dick in dictatorship. Mm-hmm. Um, 
he takes over. Mm-hmm. Rick takes over, right? But like he's the good guy, air quotes, mm-hmm. right? So Shane, at multiple times, you see him like have a rifle and put Rick in it, like in the scope, mm-hmm. like he's gonna shoot him from afar. And then, so like the season goes and like Shane is like trying to get control back and also trying to get Lori to sleep with him again. And then mm-hmm. sexually harasses Lori mm-hmm. while drunk. Mm-hmm. And at one point, well, also Rick loses one of the children that's not his own. Mm-hmm. And gets her killed and turned into mm-hmm. a walker. So there's that. And her mother is way better character than Rick. Mm-hmm. And so Rick, and in season two, they end up on a farm. Mm-hmm. Carl gets shot because, like, father, like son, mm-hmm. and almost dies. And Shane, being a prick, you know, the OG prick. Mm-hmm. runs off with one of the guys from the firm to get medicine or something for Carl. And instead of trying to fight their way out when they get pinned down by zombies, he shoots the other guy in the leg to make him the meat for them to go after. And then he runs away. And then he's like, oh, Otis died a hero. Hmm. hmm Okay. So best friend Shane is... um nobody's best friend no and he's also still trying to get Lori back and get rid of rick Mm -hmm. and so he's always trying to usurp rick and be like no my ideas are better Mm -hmm. and you know what like Like, pissing contests yeah and like rick's ideas are stupid Mm -hmm. but shane's ideas are reckless Mm -hmm. so neither of them are good they really should find a woman to lead that camp because at least they're not having a dick measuring contest yeah honestly they're having like mine's bigger it's like the scene from pirates where barbosa and jack sparrow are doing the eyeglass Mm -hmm. competition to see who's got the bigger one and yeah then jack comes out with a put together one Mm -hmm. like i've glued two of these together here you go i've glued 50 of these tiny ones together Oh, yeah. So Lori ends up pregnant in season two, we find out. Mm -hmm. And um, the timeline matches more with Shane. So it's not Rick's baby, probably. Mm Mm-hmm. And also keep in mind, zombie apocalypse. She gonna be pregnant. So, question. Mm Mm-hmm. Why? because I guess there's no supply of condoms and stuff and people don't know how to pull out or like not, uh, I don't know, fuck. Cause like, yes, there would still be condoms in grocery stores that you could go to and take. Nobody's gonna stop you. Yeah, but so they loot a lot in that show. Right, yeah. because everything is shut down by this time. Because it starts like the actual meat of the show um, is like four months in, so mm-hmm. there's no one running businesses. People are like breaking into stuff and stealing from there. 
So there's a limited supply and nobody's re, uh, replenishing stuff because the factories are all shut down. So people run out of shit really fast. Okay. No more. Then other question, why do these people think having a baby in a zombie apocalypse is a good idea? Well, Lori does hold, do a whole thing where she has a uh, thing of plan B pills. Mm-hmm. And then she's going to take it, but she decides, I know what I'll do. I'll pop them all out and throw them on the ground. Because if I can't have them, no one will. Oh, my God. Right? Like, yes, she decided to have a baby then. that She, like, couldn't abort her baby, even though that might have been the best course of action for everybody. Because it could put a lot of people in danger with a baby crying eventually. Mm-hmm. If she even survived that long. But it's like... Then she's like, I'll throw out all the abortion pills so nobody else can, like, protect themselves if they end up pregnant. Mm-hmm. Right? This whole family of idiots. All idiots. Honestly. All the time. Yeah. I don't know how they have had the IQ to survive before the zombie apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, how did they not just, like, stick a fork in a electricity socket and not just kill themselves by then? That's a, that's a good question, actually. Yeah. I don't know, like, have they been raised in, like, padded cells under full supervision? They've been birth? bubbles. <laughs> they, they were in hamster balls. Yes. Giant hamster balls. Yeah. So, there's that much. Um... Shane ends up in a fight with Rick mm-hmm. and um, basically uh, one night ends up trying to kill Rick mm-hmm. and Rick talked him down mm-hmm. and about how they're best friends and they're brothers and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And so Shane puts his gun down. And apologizes. And he's mm-hmm. sobbing. Mm-hmm. And then Rick brings his gun up and shoots him in the face. Oh. I believe. Or no, no, not shoots. That was, okay. I think he stabbed him. Or shot him in the gut. Mm-hmm. It was not a headshot because he dies. Mm-hmm. He, he bleeds out. And guess who witnesses uh, Shane surrender after trying to kill his dad. And then said dad kill the unarmed man uh, both of which were cops four <clears throat> months ago i'm gonna say uh who is carl uh that is correct 100 points thank you thank you mm-hmm. yeah so nine slash ten slash who the fuck knows what age he is carl mm-hmm. uh witnesses this and then we get the whole reveal of like everybody's infected you don't need to just be bitten because shane pops back up from the dead as a zombie because his brain wasn't destroyed he's the first one that they've seen and then they have to shoot him in the head so carl gets to see two deaths for shane who has been his acting daddy for four months Mm -hmm. and uh also he's probably very confused why uh new daddy fucks mommy but uh, then new old daddy come back and new daddy can't fuck mommy. Mm-hmm. 
but he can try to kill new, old daddy and then old daddy will kill new daddy when new daddy has surrendered yes who knows i'm gonna that go, didn't yes. fuck him up or not you know yeah carl spent all the time like running away and getting into trouble and getting other people killed as they tried to go save him all the time so mm -hmm. He needed a new hobby, and that was mental illness <laughs> and generational trauma. That's that generational trauma that keeps on going, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then, um, Rick decides letting anybody have thoughts is a bad idea. Mm -hmm. And um, after the whole Shane thing, and he goes uh, in season three, we're in now. It becomes the Rictatorship. Mm -hmm. And he does put the dick in dictator. So everybody has to succumb to his will. His family is the high and mighty people. And mm -hmm. he will take food from other people to give it to his pregnant wife. Mm -hmm. um, and they eventually do something that's very smart and overtake a prison that's run over by zombies mm -hmm. and have like a really fortified place right mm -hmm. in said place Lori heavily pregnant because we have time jumped a little bit mm -hmm. uh, goes into labor in the middle of like an attack by the prisoners trying to like overthrow Rick's people mm -hmm. and let zombies in and all this mm -hmm. and uh, Lori dies in childbirth mm -hmm. because they have to do a c-section mm-hmm and no medical attention and all they had was like a knife and they're in like a boiler room mm -hmm. cut off by zombies and poor carl has to witness it this poor fucking kid man but the veterinarian's daughter does the c-section mm -hmm. and Lori knows she's gonna die mm -hmm. right but she wants her baby to live mm -hmm. the only like it's probably the the best character decision she made was like like the best I was a terrible way to, I don't know how to word things now mm -hmm. I my brain quit it, I know what you're trying to say it was, the, it was one of her better decisions she made for the character yeah yeah like it was like a it was a, a bit of a redeeming thing mm -hmm. for somebody who's been like refusing to learn how to do anything for the group mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. The men should defend us and women should not, should just be like catered to. Mm -hmm. was kind of her whole shtick. Mm -hmm. And cr like whining all the time and complaining, but not helping with anything. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just kind of hanging off of the men and being in the love triangle. That's really all she had. Mm -hmm. So this like whole, I'll save my baby thing was like the only real bright spot in her mm -hmm. thing. Also, she was supposed to watch Carl and the other kid who was Sophia. They're about the same age. Mm -hmm. And Sophia ran off mm -hmm. and uh, got herself bit because mm -hmm. Rick couldn't uh, understand that you need uh, things besides guns in a zombie apocalypse. And his gun is like a six shooter, like fill in like... Uh, not a revolver it's kind of a revolver kind of mm -hmm. thing so like you put in your six bullets and you have to keep reloading them one by one. Oh yeah 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 right and they were in the middle of a herd so you couldn't 
like which is what they call like the big packs of zombies together right mm-hmm. um so like he couldn't use the gun or everybody would come after him so mm-hmm. he had to like beat the zombies to death with a rock and he was like taken my dog yeah um yeah barking but um he couldn't handle two zombies mm-hmm. because he had nothing he didn't have a knife he had nothing it's fucking stupid right so he gets this little girl killed mm-hmm. right which you know Lori was supposed to be watching her anyway so you know it, the two of them they got the one two punch in there mm-hmm. for getting everybody killed but so Lori dies there. Carl has to poor Carl has to witness it, mm-hmm. and you know who has to have the, the just complete breakdown over it? Rick, of course, right? So he goes off like on a killing spree with an axe because he just learned you can use things other than guns. Mm-hmm. That is still like he's committed to that stupid six shooter gun. Mm-hmm. Like, how are you getting out of shit with that? He is like, excuse not. me, zombies. Will you all pause for a second while I reload? slowly it's so considerate how the zombies just let him reload the gun you know they like oh sorry you're you're reloading we'll wait yeah they're like it's in the script we have to stop Mm -hmm. but yeah so he goes off on like killing zombies and loses his mind and stops like he wants the dictatorship to continue but then he also goes on this complete losing his mind and he's like seeing Lori's ghost but there's no ghosts in this world so he's just having hallucinations Mm-hmm. and nearly getting himself killed so close all the time and I'm like would you please someone bite him please <laughs> come on you're so close he wandered out he's not even swinging the axe come mm-hmm. on right so close but yet so far and while he fucks off and doesn't raise his child and has a mental breakdown mm-hmm. uh, the one of the best characters ever named Carol mm-hmm. steps up who went from season one abused housewife to putting a pickaxe in her asshole husband's head. She was Sophia's mother, God rest Mm -hmm. her soul, and had to deal with that and survive that and then turned into a fucking badass who, like, kicks ass. And in season four, because we're still in season three, but Mm -hmm. season four, she rescues the entire fucking group that Rick got stuck in with a bunch of human live cannibals that were going to eat them. Mm-hmm. and get everybody killed because Rick made stupid decisions. She takes them all down with a sniper rifle and leads a herd of zombies in. Because nice. if, you can't, if you don't have friends, you make them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You lead a couple hundred of your closest dead friends in and you rescue everybody and then tell them they're all stupid for kicking you the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but anyway, so in season three, Carol has to uh, be Carl's mom. Mm-hmm. After his mommy is dead and his daddy is stupid. What about the baby? What happened to the baby? Uh, baby is fine. And okay. um, Carol raises the baby. Well, uh, Rick, the prick, just is an idiot. Okay. Yeah. Um, eventually, Rick comes back mm-hmm. after farming for who knows how long. Because after he went on uh, axe killing spree... He said, I'm a farmer now. Okay. Mm-hmm. While uh, nobody could, n- nobody had him t- to help them. And he's like, I'm your leader. But also, I don't talk to you guys anymore. And I'm just mm-hmm. going to plant some seeds out here. 
in the yard. Mm -hmm. Right. So everybody else has to step up and do stuff and take care of his children and keep the group together. And Carol, one of my favorites, Mm -hmm. um, leads like story time with the kids where instead when Rick's not in the looking at her, she teaches them how to kill things and survive because good qualities, Mm -hmm. you know, good things to have in a zombie apocalypse is skills. Yes. Not bedtime stories. So there ends up being like a, a flu outbreak that kills people Mm -hmm. because you know, they have no medication and it's like, it's like think influenza Mm -hmm. outbreak in, what was it like early 1900s? Yeah, I think the Spanish flu. Yeah, think like that, but zombie apocalypse time flu mm-hmm. thing happening. And so Carol's already pissed off Rick because he doesn't like that she's like making good decisions because mm-hmm. you know they're not his decisions. Mm-hmm. And she ends up killing the two people that are infected because mm-hmm. they're suffering and dying. And tries to prevent the spread by, like, burning the bodies and everything. Mm-hmm. And she confesses when asked. And he decides, I now make decisions again. You've been parenting my own children for months. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I've decided to unilaterally throw you out on your ass. To make a woman alone in the apocalypse with, like, no laws anymore. Mm-hmm. No, no, nothing to defend herself. Just gives her like a car, some weapons and some food and dumps her mm-hmm. without warning. Like she didn't know. She's, he's like, I need, really need you to do a supply run. Want to come with me? Mm-hmm. And she's like, sure. Cause you know, she's just badass. And mm-hmm. he's like, Oh, there you go. Enjoy. Yeah. So when Rick's bad decisions come back to haunt him, a few like another episode later and the whole prison is destroyed and his daughter is nearly killed he doesn't have a plan to get his daughter out of the prison if they're attacked because they Mm -hmm. knew they were going to be attacked by this group at some point Mm -hmm. they've been planning for it but he didn't have a plan b at all um she rescues his daughter who's Mm -hmm. like i don't know a year old at this point like she's not she's not walking Mm -hmm. um she rescues the baby mm-hmm. and then rescues a whole bunch of other survivors from the prison, mm-hmm. then finds Rick, who's led all of them into a trap to, uh, like, you know, accidentally as he stumbles around like fucking Mr. Bean mm-hmm. and leads them there to be eaten by living cannibals. Then she, you know, rescues them all. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, I'm so glad you're back. It's like, fuck off. (laughs) You're lucky she's alive. Yeah, really, though. Yeah. Jesus. And, like, he, like, told everybody that she was nuts and, like, Mm -hmm. you couldn't trust her around the children. Because she didn't know if they was going to, like, kill people off and Mm -hmm. shit. Like, bitch, we couldn't trust you around the children. You were just like, let's farm things after mm-hmm. you had an axe murdering spree. And we're talking to the ghost of your dead wife in the woods. Because logic. 
so much logic, right? And Rick constantly prioritizing his own family or his own needs and not even his own family because he gets everybody killed. Mm -hmm. um, always prioritizing them over everybody else and then like guilt tripping people to be like, you're not thinking of the group. Mm -hmm. No, you're a fucking idiot. You know who that's thinking of the group? Rick? You. Mm -hmm. Yep. And Rick has many more bad decisions. Skip mm -hmm. ahead to one where he decides that uh, they're going to work with a group that asked, like, contracted them to kill another group. Mm -hmm. So I don't remember what they got for it. A trade relationship or something. Um, but the group they went after and then killed in their beds mm -hmm. um, was a group led by Negan, who is the craziest motherfucker ever. I've heard of the Negan. Yeah. Negan is um, a cool villain. Mm -hmm. He's awful, but like fun to watch. Mm -hmm. And he has a bat covered in barbed wire that he calls Lucille, which is named after his dead wife. Mm. So he is very very mentally stable of course anybody mm -hmm. who names an inanimate object after their deceased loved one is very unstable mm -hmm. is very stable yeah and i mean he does love that bat and he talks to it mm -hmm. to it not to hit he hits mm -hmm. people with it yeah but yeah and funny enough um the actor who plays him is uh the father of the supernatural winchester brothers Oh. Mm -hmm. So I was happy about that because I love Supernatural. Wait, you love Supernatural? That's the first I've heard of you I know, talking crazy. about that show. Crazy. Did you know um, the 24th of January, uh, like yesterday, was uh, Dean Winchester's birthday? I did not know that, but now I, I do. Saw. So happy belated Dean Winchester's birthday to you. It's a national holiday. Oh. <laughs> My brain at first was like, yes, and then after the fact, it was like, wait a minute, those birds are not in the right order. <laughs> I think we're making sense to each other only because we're both so messed up right now. <laughs> yeah. When you listen this back to to edit it, maybe we're just talking gibberish and no actual words are coming out. I'm going to listen to this back and I'm going to be like, we're, we should not have recorded because we were not okay. <laughs> I think we're inebriated, but neither of us have drank anything. I haven't drank all month because I'm doing dry January and Lord, she's been testing me. Oh gosh. Oh yeah. So the Negan thing. So mm -hmm. they don't do any research on who these people are. Or anything. They're just like, oh, will you go kill these people and we'll give you something? Or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what it was about. Um, so they do. And they're like, oh, we're so great. We did that. Rick's mm -hmm. such a great idea guy. Never has he gotten us into trouble before. Mm -hmm. No one's ever thought that. Mm -hmm. um, and so Rick then... Uh, of course, Negan didn't like the whole you killed all my people thing. And mm -hmm. stole their shit. Um... Because he's always, like, going in, beating the shit out of people, and, like, killing one person 
and making them all be like, you all watched me kill this one person. Now you must give me your loyalty or I'll keep killing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and your loyalty means you now owe me taxes. Mm-hmm. I'll take your shit. Right? So, I mean, great business plan mm-hmm. for Negan. Right? Mm-hmm. As apocalypse business plans go, it's pretty good. It's a pretty good pretty good plan, actually. Yeah. yeah. Right? He's like, why do the work myself when I can just go bash someone's head in? And then be like, the rest of you, you want your heads in your skulls? Great. Give me your shit so I don't have to go get any. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, right? Great business plan. He's an excellent businessman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slightly uh, unhinged. But, yes. you know, he does have a great leather jacket. Mm-hmm. Like, great sense of style. Mm-hmm. Uh, great weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, he's very personable, charismatic. Mm-hmm. He's a great orator. Mm-hmm. And all around better than Rick, unfortunately. <laughs> Still better than Rick. Mm-hmm. Most of the zombies are better than Rick. Because mm-hmm. um, Rick's ideas got him, um, with all of his crew, on their knees in front of uh, Negan. Mm-hmm. While Negan marches back and forth, swinging his bat around, being all like, look at my sexy leather jacket over here. <laughs> and, you know, just being like, this is my time. Mm-hmm. Look at my soliloquy. And uh, he starts bashing people's heads in, mm-hmm. of course, because he wants Rick to, Rick and them to submit. Mm-hmm. So he bashes one guy's head in. And then he, which a character that I didn't care about so much, Abraham. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they bashed poor Glenn's head in. And okay. Glenn is sweet pizza boy. I've heard about that. Yeah. A poor, poor, poor Glenn. Um, so Glenn is Korean mm-hmm. and he was a pizza boy in Atlanta, mm-hmm. a pizza delivery guy. And he became like like he's really nerdy, mm-hmm. but he became this really adept adept type of survivor mm-hmm. because he's really fast mm-hmm. and he's smart and like plans out routes and everything and has been great on supply runs mm-hmm. and like probably fed the group for a long time. Besides another character named Daryl Dixon, who is. Uh, like Jesus with a crossbow. Okay. Yes, he was actually no, he wasn't Jesus. He was Judas in the Lady Gaga music video for Judas. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, we love him. We do. I know mm-hmm. about him as well, and we love him. And we he's, love him. He's sexy. He is sexy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The like, I know there's a very large age gap, but like, Shh. I mean, like, come on, crossbow. I mean, like, motorcycle? Motorcy- a leather motorcycle jacket? Yeah. Like, my little, like, a leather vest thing? Yeah. Oh, excuse me? And, like, uh, do you see those biceps? Oh, my God. You know, like, season two on. Because, like, mm. season one, you know, he wasn't in shape. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I digress. So many better characters that should have died. I mean, no, that's not the way that Wait, what? works. Wait, <laughs> what? So many better characters that died all the time because mm-hmm. Rick had to continue his storyline. Mm-hmm. And, you know, do we blame the comic books? Probably, because mm-hmm. he's the main stupid fucking character. And, 
I don't think he was that annoying in the comic books, but I did give up reading the comic books. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Uh, but anyway, so um, poor sweet Glenn, who has a wife and didn't get to keep her. Damn. Um, because poor Maggie, who is the uh, veterinarian's daughter that uh, did the C-section on Lori, mm-hmm. who's a badass. She's a badass. Um, Maggie is pregnant. Oh, God. At this stage, like very early in the pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Uh, her and Glenn are married, but not like they didn't have like a legal ceremony or anything. They just decided they're married and gave each other rings. And it was really sweet. Gross. Yeah, well, there's got to be something happening there. Yeah, I guess so. You know, honestly, if you're not Rick, I'm enjoying your time on the screen. Oh, that, that's fair. Yeah. And like Glenn, good character, good character. Poor Glenn, poor sweet Glenn, who was just obsessed with Maggie all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, since he met her, he was obsessed with her. Also, he was probably a virgin before he met her. So he was oh, also definitely. obsessed with getting a stick with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but not in a creepy, like, sleazy way. Not on, not on like, a nice guy. Like, I, I, uh, I deserve to get my dick wet. Yeah, not in that at all. He doesn't have any of assertiveness in, in mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And he's also not the, like, fedora milady type. He's not the milady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. He's just like, I am a virgin, and I really would like to not be a virgin. You're also amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So poor Glenn gets his head beat in, and his eyes bulge out, and he's like, Maggie, Maggie, I'll find you. I'll find you. As he dies. Mm-hmm. And keeps getting beat over and over and over. Because for some reason... uh poor Lucille just can't do her job today. Yeah, apparently she can't. No. She's got to make it hurt. Mm-hmm. And take a long time. You know, sometimes the coming takes a while. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling that's where you were going with that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I saw it there and I was like, I could do that. And I was like, I shouldn't. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Yeah, my standards are low today. Like our energy levels. (laughs) Yeah. And you know who gets uh, kidnapped and taken back to Negan's lair to be locked in a closet and fed dog food and had to sit there naked, but we don't get to see it, sadly, um, for, like, way too long. Mm -hmm. Everybody's favorite archer. Daryl Dixon? (sighs) Yeah. He gets kidnapped, and it's all Rick's fault. And so poor Daryl gets tortured and starved, fed dog food, has to crawl, like, been told he's got to crawl around his hands and knees and, like, be mm-hmm. Negan's dog mm-hmm. before he escapes and stuff. But, like, all of this would not have happened if not for Rick being an idiot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was shortly after all this that I stopped watching. I don't know how I made it this far, and it's probably because I was shipping the fuck out of Daryl and Carol. Mm. Uh, Because Daryl was, like, abused as a child Mm -hmm. and had, like, a drunk, abusive father. Mm -hmm. And he's, like, went from him and his brother Merle, Daryl and Merle. Mm -hmm. Um, And Merle's, like, a drug addict, crazy, all over the place racist awful guy mm-hmm. um but still fun character because mm-hmm. um, he has a bit of an arc that fixes a little bit of it mm-hmm. but daryl had this like terrible upbringing 
and him and Merle went to that Atlanta camp first because mm-hmm. they're they've been there from the beginning um to rob them blind mm-hmm. right and instead they stay and Daryl like is the sweet one who hunts and provides food for all the camp mm-hmm. and then takes a liking to Carol seeing like the woman being abused and her daughter mm-hmm. and like has this kind of like kinship there mm-hmm. and then they become like besties and like he helps her like you know put a pickaxe through her asshole ex not well, not ex it wasn't ex by the time she put a pickaxe in his head mm-hmm. um like through her head or whatever because he got bit by a zombie so she didn't really do anything to like kill him but yeah you know she has this whole emotional moment of like sobbing and putting an axe through his head Mm-hmm. Of, like, her abuser. Mm-hmm. Right? And, like, he's the one who, like, trains her to, like, be a badass. Mm-hmm. So, like, they have this whole, like, abused person thing. And in season two, Daryl's the only one out looking for the little girl, Sophia, Carol's mm-hmm. daughter, mm-hmm. every day to bring her home. And even though he fails, because Rick was the one that failed in the first place and she was dead the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, It's just, like, a really good thing and they mm-hmm. become really close friends and all this and i was shipping them really hard the whole time because mm-hmm. i was like look at these people they're just abused people that suffered a lot of shit and they've grown together and they're so good now <laughs> and they're so badass and they deserve <laughs> happiness <laughs> <laughs> but instead we get glenn and maggie <laughs> <laughs> The, the virgin and the farmer's daughter, okay? Mm-hmm. Nobody wanted to go into, like, a fucking romance novel. We wanted grit. We wanted spicy. We wanted grit. You know what? I bet if Daryl and Carol, whose ship name shall forever be Cadero. Uh, it's Carol with a Y. C-A-R-Y-L. That is, okay. we Carol away. Okay. But I bet... It would have been good. It would have. Yeah, instead they marry her off. They marry her off to King Ezekiel, who's not a real king, but he has a tiger, which should be cool. But you know what? It's not because he he was like, no, he was like the custodian of a zoo and an actor, like a failing actor. So he's a thespian Mm -hmm. and he wears a wig. Mm-hmm. and talks all fancy and oh i'm the king of this community to make his people think he's like mm-hmm. their savior and give them hope and shit or whatever mm-hmm. and he has a tiger who's so docile so docile you know doesn't go killing anybody mm-hmm. but anyway him and uh carol end up getting married and it's stupid. And they put her with the wrong man. Mm-hmm. And it was around that time that I said, fuck this show. <laughs> and, and the horse it rode in on. Melanie also, said, fuck this shit I'm out. <laughs> um, speaking of horse that rode in on, stupid Rick mm-hmm. rode a horse into the middle of Atlanta in like the first episode. A middle of Atlanta just swarming with zombies like big city 
mm-hmm. middle of like urban area, zombies everywhere. He's now been awake in the zombie apocalypse too long to know that he shouldn't be doing that. And you know who saved him? You know who saved his ass in the middle of that? Uh, I'll find you, Maggie. Glenn. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. It was Glenn. And he got Glenn killed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyone that helps Rick ever gets killed. It's a lesson learned. Yeah. Never help Rick. If you know a guy named Rick, leave. Run Don't away. Help him. You will die. Yeah. I'm not going to advocate killing a guy named Rick because we're not in the purge. No. Or the zombie apocalypse. But I'm just saying, you know a Rick, mm-hmm. watch your back and your front and your sides and most areas of yourself and also run away. Mm-hmm. But legit, he, he runs into Atlanta on a fucking horse. Where did he get like, the horse from? Uh, he rode it there from wherever the show starts where in the community he was in the hospital in. But where did he get the horse from? I don't remember. He stole it from somewhere. All I know is he led that poor horse to its death because it, as it helped him walk down the fucking streets all the time and mm-hmm. got, he left off the horse and let them all eat him. Damn. Eat him alive. The mm-hmm. poor fucking horse had to be eaten alive. And go, I helped you. You said we were going to go try to find your wife and your son. And I said, I'll help. Just give me like a carrot or something. And <laughs> what did you say? Like, no, you get to be the carrot. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. Also, like Rick didn't do it on purpose because Rick, Rick, I don't think he could kill anyone on purpose. Bumbling idiot, accident man. Mm-hmm. And animal abuse, right? So I can't think of any of else of his crimes, but it was you know most times he was on screen. Mm-hmm. It was a crime to humanity. It was just a crime in general to have him on screen. Yeah. And he's played by a British man who does a southern accent. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you'd think that might help. It mm-hmm. didn't. That character is still, like, that character's cursed. Yeah. There are cryptids with more personality and know-how. You know who would have been a great front runner for The Walking Dead? Who? Brianna the Skinwalker. Oh my god, she would have been so less annoying. She would have been so good. Yeah. Fucking Jigsaw Valley Girl, John Kramer. <laughs> better. Valley Girl John Kramer Jigsaw would have been a better front runner. <laughs> the Starbucks cup that showed up in Game of Thrones season <laughs> seven or eight, whatever it was, would have been a better lead actor. <laughs> Put a fucking uh, little like sheriff's hat on him and mm-hmm. give him a little six shooter. That cup could have led the whole show. Mm-hmm. A lot more enjoyable. That would have been. I would have watched that honestly if it was a Starbucks cup. Not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it would have made those scenes a lot better. Mm-hmm. Right. All also, right. just just stupid, just stupid, stupid man. Mm-hmm. It's always the white men. It is. <laughs> if he's got a big hat, mm-hmm. and his name is Rick, and he 
he talks all funny. Or if his just name is Rick, run. Just run. Just run. Mm-hmm. Just, just run. But I don't feel good after that episode, you know? Yeah. I mean, this episode of this podcast, not any of the show. I've been feeling awful about that for years. <laughs> <laughs> but just talking about this asshole. Mm-hmm. Ugh. You know what would make it better, though? If you mm. gave us a follow on our social media platforms, listeners. Yeah, we do need compensation for this pain and suffering. Yeah, if you two... That Rick Grimes has inflicted uh, on the world. If you two have been victimized by Rick <laughs> Grimes from watching The Walking Dead, you are entitled to compensation. And you can see that compensation by following us on Instagram at Inconsistent Podcast One. We're also inconsistently consistent on Facebook. You can send us an email of the crimes that Rick has committed <laughs> against you uh, to our email address. It's inconsistentpodcast1 at gmail.com. If you want to send them specifically to me, you can. I might not really understand because I haven't really watched the show, but I'll I'll listen. I, I'm a therapist in training. I'll listen and I'll validate mm-hmm. your experience for you. So you can send mm-hmm. them to me on Instagram and TikTok. I'm underscore Rachel VR underscore on both. I no longer have my Twitter. I got rid of it because I wasn't using it. So that is no longer a thing. Mm-hmm. Not only where can they find you? Just wallowing in self-pity. if you want to tell me about the crimes of rick grimes Mm -hmm. the crimes of rick grimes Grimes Grimes. Uh, so if you want to tell me about the ones that i might not have said because there's so many and it's hard Mm -hmm. to remember them all um especially in seasons Mm -hmm. that i didn't watch Mm -hmm. it's hard to remember those for sure Mm -hmm. then you can find all of my links at melanieflynnbooks.com you can also find uh you know our landing page for the podcast there as well you can also uh read the book that i wrote you can order a copy there mm-hmm. um called the toy maker and you know what there's no characters in there as annoying as rick grimes there's not i have read the book and i kind of wonder if i put my mind to it mm-hmm. could i write a character as annoying as rick grimes and i don't think i'm up to that task I'm not sure it's possible. Uh, hmm. It might be something that I have to challenge myself to in the future. Maybe you need to write a really annoying character for a different book series from the Toymaker altogether and see if you can do it. You don't have to publish it, but just see if you can do it. Hmm. I don't know. It's a tall order. It but is. he wasn't a tall man, Rick Grimes. Uh, he was a short man. I have no idea what his height is. I don't. I was about to Google it. And I was like, I don't care enough to Google it. No. So I'm not going to. Don't ever write his name into Google. It's like if you like, it's like if you say Bloody Mary in a mirror. Okay. Uh, he will appear and they'll make 10 more seasons of Rick Grimes on a horse getting everybody killed. Including <laughs> the fucking horse. <laughs> All right.
Okay, listeners. All right. That's that's the only way to end this episode. That's all right. The, that's the only way. It's just all right. Yeah. I'm sorry you guys had to hear that. I apologize. Ugh. Like I said, you are entitled to compensation. So Yes. We'll send you free bags of air. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Rate and, review. Rate and review. Rate and review, and we'll send you some bags of air. <laughs> Bye. Bye.